The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Season 4 of The Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom, where we discuss business agility through customer experience, employee experience, and digital transformation. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom. The Agile World Podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to techsystems.com. To read more about the topics discussed on this show, you can go to my website at gregkillstrom.com and read my latest articles or get a copy of my latest book, Meaningful Measurement of the Customer Experience, now available on Amazon and other retailers. My name is Greg Kilstrom, and I'm the host of the Agile Brand Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about improving the customer experience with conversational AI. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Bob Summers, CEO of Good Call. Bob, welcome to the show. Hi, Greg. Thanks for having me. Yeah, looking forward to talking about this with you. Um, why don't we start uh, by you giving a little background on yourself as well as what you're currently doing at Good Call? Yeah, Greg. So my uh, journey on Good Call started about nine years ago when I started working with like small and local businesses and trying to uh, find ways to bring interesting technology to help them every day. You know, local businesses are the backbone of our economy. They tend to have a difficult time accessing technologies. Uh, so about um, Five years ago, I was working on a project at Google to help grow businesses through advertising. And I noted that uh, small businesses were having a tough time with their customer experience, answering calls. I think we all have an experience where uh, you call a local restaurant or you try to get a plumber over. Uh, Maybe you're doing a, a kitchen repair and you try to call the business and nobody answers or you get a voicemail or something along those lines. And um, I'm a, a technical founder and was monitoring this field called conversational AI uh, quite closely. Conversational AI is like uh, Amazon Alexa, Siri, Google Assistant. These are um, all conversational AI products for consumers. And my, my thesis was that, uh, what if we could take this technology and make it available for for SMB, small and medium-sized businesses. Uh, so these would be businesses that are solo shops all the way up to, say, maybe uh, 50 million a year in revenue, something along those lines. So that's, that's the journey we're on. We founded the company um, about a year ago as, a, uh, as a, like a spin-out of Google. It was kind of incubated at Google's Area 120 initially. And it turned out that it would be, it could grow faster outside of the uh, a large enterprise. So we're a year into it. We raised a $4 million round last year to get us started. Well, yeah. And congrats on that, that round as well. Well, yeah, let's, so let's, let's dive in here. Um, so your company is described as helping businesses grow with accessible AI. I thought that was an interesting description, you know, in addition to the defining the term conversational AI, I appreciate you doing that for the for the audience. Can you describe what is your definition of accessible AI and and why is this so important? Yeah, so there's a couple of components here, but when we talk about accessibility in this regard, it's that the product 
is easy to use. So there's a kind of a wave of technologies now, like this no code element. Maybe some of your listeners have heard of no code, which allows anybody, you know, the a salesperson, a marketer, someone who doesn't have any technical skills or low technical skills to be able to build something of value. And um, so when we talk about accessibility, we're thinking about how can the an average person with general tech capability create a conversational AI that can work for them? So that's the first component, which is make it really easy to use. Take the power of something. So conversational AI, in terms of its deployments, have been in two markets. Consumer, as I mentioned, like Alexa, Google Assistant, and Siri, and enterprises, like really big enterprises, like Apple. Like if you ever had an issue with your Apple phone, you called Apple, you're going to talk to a conversational AI first. Uh, If you've talked to uh, Verizon or like big telecom or even um, airlines, your first round is through some kind of conversational AI. But what's missing is that, that what's missing in terms of solutions is that other market which is the, the SMB market. So we want to enable those, that group to, to be able to technically implement the product at low cost. And, and that's, so there's the second dimension is that, so first is ease of use, uh, and second is it's cost effective. So big enterprises can spend millions and millions of dollars annually to build their conversational AIs. This is obviously way beyond what a, a, an SMB can spend. And so we've made our product affordable in the sense that you can start using it at no cost per month. And then our premium tier is only $49 per month uh, per location. So it's a huge difference in um, in price. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so, yeah, that's a lot of the, the larger orgs that I work with completely agree that the price tags and the resources needed are you know well beyond what a what an SMB would be able to 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 be able to invest in or afford and and things like that what's what why what motivates you i guess about the about approaching the the SMB market what what's the opportunity and what's your motivation for seeing that uh, for seeing that through yeah so first of all i've witnessed firsthand not only as a consumer like a caller of these local businesses but i have many friends uh, that run these businesses, hair salon, barbers, um, contractors, lawn mowing. These are like people that are, that I know that, that struggle just to manage opportunity. And so what I mean by that is that when like the, the phone channel is the primary channel for this particular group of customers. So if, if, if you're a business that's getting more calls than you can manage, what happens? The experience is terrible. You're going to get just a ringing phone line, voicemail, or maybe you're put on hold for a long time. And that customer experience is just, it's bad for the customer. It's bad for the business. And if you're a platform like Google or Yelp that maybe made that introduction, it's bad for them too. And so we, we're, our team like wakes up every day eager to essentially add value to every single call that comes into a business because, Greg, when they don't answer the call, it's lost opportunity to gain a customer or lost opportunity to retain an existing one. So this is what we're, we're just really passionate about it. And we see that there's a massive gap in, in terms of solutions in the marketplace. Yeah, yeah. It's either consumer or there's stuff at the enterprise. 
and 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 there's another piece of this too, which which um, which the audience might appreciate, which is that you might be a larger size enterprise. This caught me by surprise. I was talking to a customer earlier this week, and they said that they were evaluating standing up a contact center. So this is a a business with a, a couple hundred stores, and they were evaluating what it would cost because calls are just so a couple of things are going on. Like there's a labor shortage, so there's yeah. like they're they're struggling to answer calls. And this is really impacting their business in terms of revenue. And so this, this uh, enterprise is like, okay, what would it cost for us to stand up our own call, contact center or call center? And, and, and the, the early cost were, it was at least a million a year to like stand up something with decent quality. And so that's like the one solution they're looking at. The next one is, and they'd already tried this, was spending a few thousand dollars per month on an answering service. And the, and the quality was just terrible, right? So these these answering services, they're form filling, they're people, they don't really know the business. Right. So the, the 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 area that we're at is there's something in the middle, which is essentially a an AI which you can train and it learns with every call. And that's what good call is all about. It's like learning about your business. And when calls come in, it can route these calls to self-help online websites that you may have built like for appointments or, or pricing, uh, any kinds of uh, investments you've made digitally could call us very good at, at uh, moving people in that direction. Nice, nice. So while, while we're at it here, we're, uh, we're, we're on audio already. Um, how do you feel about doing a, a quick demo to, to kind of show off how it works? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I'd, I'd be happy to, um, to share one of our agents during, during this call. Great, great, yeah. So, so what I've done, so Good Call is really simple to set up. I'm gonna, I've already set one up, and uh, but it just takes a couple of minutes um, at goodcall.com. We're going to call this agent. Call recorded for quality. Thank you for calling Performance Coaches Unlimited. How can I help you? What's your pricing? We offer coaching by the hour or with a subscription. A more detailed list of options is on our website. Can I send you the link? Yeah, please do. Okay, sending you the link now. How else can I help you? Are you open on Sunday? We closed then and open the following Monday at 7 a.m. How else can I help you? What's your COVID policy? We are following the local policies. Currently, there is no mask mandate or vaccine requirement to meet our coaches. Our coach can meet online or with a mask in person upon request. How else can I help you? Can I get an appointment? Getting an appointment with one of our performance coaches is easy from our website. Can I send you the link? Yes. Okay. Sending you the link now. How else can I help you? That's it. Goodbye. Thanks for calling Performance Coaches Unlimited. It was a pleasure to serve you. Goodbye. Nice. Nice. That's great. Yeah. So there's a sample of of what a good call agent can do. We have these skills in the product that are very easy to set up based on the kind of business that you are. Um, the product is vertical agnostic, meaning that if your business has a phone number, there are things that it can do for you, like greet your customers. And it can do things different when you're open versus closed. It can take messages like an answering service like collect names and messaging. It's better than voicemail. It can direct calls for appointments or table reservations for like restaurants and things of that nature. So... Yeah, that's great. Well, yeah, and you know, so you mentioned the this definitely can have an impact on the customer experience because you're able to get exactly what you need and 
consistent delivery of, of information. It sounds like it's a benefit for the owner. You know, one other potential benefit here I can think of would be, what about the other employees of an organization? I mean, they're, you know, they're picking up the phone answering what your, what are your hours and they're trying to do their day job or whatever it is, restocking shelves or whatever, whatever they, their, the rest of their day job may be. Can you talk a little bit about that component? Yeah, so there's this really interesting tension that occurs in many of these uh, smaller stores where you have people that are doing a balancing act between what they're doing in person and also like serving someone on the phone. And a product like Good Call does something really fantastic, which is it it triages inbound calls, meaning there can be spam or scam calls that come in. It virtually eliminates those because the machine you have to be able to talk to the machine in a way that it understands to get through. And I mean, you can ask the machine, hey, I need to talk to somebody and it will, it'll route that call. But these like spam robots can't do that. So when, what this means is when the phone does ring, so we're not trying to eliminate uh, calls into the business. Definitely not. But there are so many repetitive calls that a machine can do that the solution is really there augmenting that staff that's on the ground. So they can focus on the thing that they're good at, right? So I think um, as we've seen like wages go up in, in this country, you know, owners and even the individuals want to do things that matter, right? And, and answering the phone and telling someone they're open or closed tomorrow or they need to wear a mask or some of these other like, hey, you can order our product from our website or here's our pricing schedule. Like these are things that are better done with machines. And this is kind of like where, where we think you know, part of the future of work is like automation of these mundane tasks and conversational AI, you know, I can report is doing quite well at moving these types of tasks and automating them. So the people in the store can do their job. So one one, one data point, we have a a large customer with hundreds of stores in the um, home services market and we're converting almost 30% of their inbound calls to online transactions. And these were missed calls, like calls they couldn't answer at the store that the machine picked up and converted to paid. And, and that's just a dramatic yeah. Like, change. Yeah. And, and we see that university, like, callers may not be aware, oh, there's an online option or like, you know what? I thought I needed to talk to somebody, but I don't want to wait anymore. Let me just go ahead and use that website and get this thing done. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, you touched on some already, but, you know, just wanted to ask as far as what are some of the other measurable KPIs that businesses should consider when, when adopting a tool like this? Yeah. So the number one is, is revenue, right? So if the business has invested in online infrastructure, so digital infrastructure to take orders or how, whatever the transaction of that business is, the machine is really good at moving them via links to those resources. And those can be tracked, right? So we could actually attribute directly, the machine is generating this much revenue. Fantastic, right? Reduction in spam calls, meaning calls that are, so there's another, like when the phone does ring, is it valuable to me? The next one would be, you know, is there more traffic to the online systems? And that um, am I seeing efficiency in my staff, like doing things in the store, addressing other other tasks? 
So like if they're measuring efficiency in some manner, they should see an increase there. Great, great. Well, let's uh, let's switch gears a little bit and just talk a little more broadly about conversational AI and yeah. how it affects um, customer experience in the enterprise. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of experience in conversational AI, um, not even just at, at Goodcall and worked in the space in a few different ways. Where do you see it going in the near future in terms of transforming CX for maybe some larger brands? Yeah, there's a lot of interesting activities going on out there. There's there's a group of companies. This is like the the enterprise call center is not our sweet spot, but I'm um, very close with many people that are. There's there's a lot of augmented capability out there that's helping humans. So like when a a company there's a call there's a company called Cresta that is helping call center agents with their scripts, like understand like, oh, the customer is upset. You should be more empathetic or mm. make sure you have a strong closing. Here the agent is um, kind of helping or coaching the human while it's going on. So there's another dimension of when mm. conversational AI is not wow. just like <laughs> this talking thing, but it's like listening and coaching actively. Interesting. And that's really cool because it's, it's you know, it's helping those people be more um, effective in, in a way that they could not be before. And then kind of beyond that, so the other dimension more on the side of where good call is. So note that our market segment is not call centers. Our market segment is, you know, fully digital, but assisting these, you know, these SMB, the SMB market is that if I can believe a magic wand, good call knows everything it can about your business and can answer on behalf of you when you are not available and it's fully plugged into all of your digital systems. So it's your voice assistant. It is your business assistant that's interfacing with your customers every single day, no matter what mode they come to you, whether that be voice, chat, VR in the metaverse, like whatever it is, your business has this voice that understands your business and all of its digital hooks. And so that's where I think if we look in the future and like five years or so, you might not even have a phone number to call. You would just tap the button for your agent, the agent of this business and transact with it in, a, in an inefficient way. Because it's fully scalable, Greg. Like it's like, it's never busy. It, it never forgets. It right. certainly doesn't walk out the door the next day and take all your knowledge with it, right? So it's um, quite compelling. I mean, the, the advantage of digital. And then there's also the analytics side which is because when I talk to these SMBs, many of them have, they don't know how many calls they got yesterday. They're, right. they're, not, they're not measuring these KPIs. So how can they make it better? How can they drive marketing? I mean, the, the story of Good Call started with, you know, driving phone calls to small businesses and people not answering the phone. I mean, like, this is really frustrating. Like I'm driving dozens of calls to small, small businesses. When I say me, like Google driving, right. like, Dozens of calls to a small business and they can't answer the phone to grow because they don't have the capacity to answer the phone. So it's like uh, you're fundamentally, your hands are tied if, if you don't have a scaled capacity in this channel. Yeah, I like that. I, just that concept of augmentation. And, you know, I think that's maybe that's even less scary to some that are less familiar uh, with the concept than replacement. You know, right. it's, it's, it's really, you know, in some, I, that coaching thing is very cool. I got to check that out. But even even what you're talking about with the 
with with good call in the SMBs is, you know, it is augmenting someone who just simply cannot, for whatever reason, pick up the phone at the moment. And yeah, you know, the at the scale and the volume of, of leads and opportunities at a smaller medium business, you know, they can't afford to to miss those. So that's, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. Next time you're sitting in the chair at a barbershop or you're getting your nails done or you're at the host stand at a restaurant, open your ears and see how many times you're going to hear the phone ring or someone's going to stop serving you and go answer the phone. Yeah. And it's, it's actually bad for everybody. And uh, so here's yeah. uh, you know, this, we, we need to help and machines can help and augment so that those people can like do what they're best at. Yeah. Yeah, love it. Are there, um, for those that are, you know, those SMBs out there that are, you know, that this sounds like a good move, are, is there any, are there any first steps or is there any things that they should kind of have thought through or have, you know, thought uh, put together before they endeavor on, you know, on something like this? Yeah. So, I mean, one thing is I always recommend small businesses to make sure that they're online in some way so that they're on Yelp and Google right? That, that uh, people need to find you in some way. And so uh, you'd, you'd be surprised at how many really small businesses, so like the mom and pops, like don't think about getting online. And this is like just marketing 101 for these businesses. Get your profile online. And the reason I say that is that, that once people can find you, they're going to start in, the, in, in all these profiles, they have phone numbers. And this is where you want to put that good call phone number so that when someone calls that opportunity is captured and it's not lost. One last question before we wrap up. So in addition to, um, to your role at Good Call, you're also active in the startup community, founding 460 Angels, being involved with other initiatives related to startups. Uh, from, from your perspective, what's the most exciting area that uh, you think is going to generate some successful startups in the near future? Yeah, I think that um, AI is really driving so many things in terms of like workforce development, creating new efficiencies and productivity in, in, in the world. Um, I kind of touched on this a little bit with like augmenting staff. I think that we are just at the very beginnings of, um, of where this technology can take us. And it's a really, really bright future ahead. Agreed. Well, Bob, thanks so much for joining the show. For those listening, what's the best way for them to keep up with what you're doing? Yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter um, at Bob S or find me over on LinkedIn. Wonderful. Well, again, I'd like to thank Bob Summers, CEO of Good Call, for joining the show. Thanks for listening to The Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom. Talk with you next week. Thanks again for listening to The Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom podcast, brought to you by Tech Systems. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe on your podcast channel of choice and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can access more episodes of the show at www.theagilebrand.show. To get a copy of my latest book, Meaningful Measurement of the Customer Experience, visit my website at gregkillstrom.com. Until next week, stay agile.